and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com. Well, it's still Saturday, 28th of January, 2017. It's still a beautiful day here, much milder than it has been of late. And, well, I'm not going to go into that in too much detail because if you've just listened to the previous podcast that I listened to this morning, you heard all about that. So... This morning, I woke up to some sad news. And it's sad news that maybe you've seen this morning as well. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. Obviously, you could be listening to this years in the future. But today, it was announced that the actor John Hurt died. Now, if you're looking back in history, you're probably thinking, well, John Hurt is a great actor, yeah, but why are you particularly um, wanting to talk about him? Well, um, I have a connection with John Hurt. He doesn't know it, or he wouldn't have known it, uh, or he certainly wouldn't have remembered it, but um, but I do have a connection with him. It's very tenuous, but it's one I, I value. Um, first of all, John Hurt was born in Derbyshire, which is a county in, uh, in England, in, in Great Britain. Uh, and all the best people are born in Derbyshire, I can tell you that for a start. It just so happens that I was born there as well. But... Um, John Hurt has had a long and illustrious career. And if you're trying to think who it, who it is I'm talking about, he's the guy who played the Elephant Man, and that's when a lot of people first came across him. Or he played Kane in Alien, um, that very famous scene. A lot of people came across him then. Another generation came across him as Mr. Ollivander in the first of the Harry Potter films. I came across him rather earlier than that, though. Um, I think the first time I noticed him, I'd seen him in things before, but the first time I noticed him was in a play, a, a dramatisation in BBC uh, drama uh, called The Naked Civil Servant, which was um, about Quentin Crisp, who's fantastic in that. And he also played around about that time, I think within a couple of years of that time, Cal- uh, Caligula in the BBC's production of I, Claudius, the 1970s production of I, Claudius. But he had been around quite a while before that as well. In fact, uh, I think I read today that he was 77 when he died. So uh, he'd been around quite a while. But none of that tells you why I'm sort of particularly um, saddened today. It's because back in about 1977, 78, something around that time, I can't give an exact date. I've tried to look it up today and there's no record of it. Um, him appearing at it. But back then I was working in Nottingham where the Robin Hood was famously supposed to be, as legend would have it, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, I was working in Nottingham. Uh, I was a civil servant myself, um, what you call probably in some parts there I was working for the government. I was in a, an employment department. And uh, I actually, it's one of the very few job jobs that I really enjoyed. I was, I was pretty good at it. It was my first proper job after leaving school. Anyway, while there, my boss encouraged me to join the the club at the Nottingham Playhouse. The Nottingham Playhouse was the more avant-garde of the two theatres in Nottingham at the time. It was a 1960s building. It's now what's called a listed building over here in the UK. Um, it was a modern, modern architecture. Um, it was quite um, striking building. And the plays were very adventurous that it was putting on. And, and Marion, my boss at the time, encouraged me to join the Nottingham Playhouse Club. And what that was, it was a sort of a supporters club. So you paid a subscription. But for it, you got to go to first nights 
of all productions and you'd get two tickets for the price of one. So being a chap, um, that seemed a very good way to entertain young ladies, <laughs> taking them out to, would you like to come to the theatre with me? And uh, paying for their ticket and, and not really having to pay for their ticket, which all seemed rather good. Even better than that, it soon became apparent that Marion was not only a club member, she was well known within the company. And so I, through Marion, started getting invited to first night parties. Believe me, that was fantastic. Uh, the parties, uh, the first night parties. But uh, I'm not going to go into that. Where's all this going? A little bit before that, before I got into the party type thing, because I worked just around the corner from the playhouse, literally about 100 metres away, less than five minutes walk away. When it was a first night, I'd often go straight from work. So I'd finish work 5, 5.30, the production would start at 7.30ish, and so I'd go and go to the bar. The bar would open more or less as I finish work, and I'd go to the bar and sit and have a couple of drinks and maybe grab a sandwich or something of that sort. And this one night, it was going to be um, a play by Sean O'Casey, The Shadow of a Gunman, which is a, a fantastic, if harrowing play. And this particular night, I'd gone to the bar, and there was only one other person in there at the bar. And, well, you can see where this story's going. It was John Hurt. And so I sat, well, stood at the bar and had a drink uh, and a short chat with John Hurt before he went on. He was very kind. I'd, I'd love to be able to tell you I can remember everything that fell from his lips, all the bon mot and the wit and witticisms that he, he dropped on me. I can't remember any of that. All I remember were a couple of things. Firstly, that he was charming and that he was very polite and that I was surprised that he even wanted to hold a conversation before going on stage because he was going to be on stage shortly. Um, and I was grateful for his time. And the second thing was, I was amazed at how physically small he was. He was physically very slight. Then my date turned up, and um, I sort of bid him a good evening, and we, a little bit later, we went and saw him on stage. Now, he was, as I say, he was in this play by Sean O'Casey, The Shadow of a Gunman, and he played a character called Donald Daveron, or I'm not sure whether it's Daveron or Davoran, D Donald Daveron. Uh, well, we'll say for now. Can't remember because it's nearly 40 years since I saw the play. He was playing Donald Daveron, who's the main character, who's who's a poet. And he, he rents rooms. I can't remember. And again, I should have researched this bit, but I can't remember if his landlord. I don't think his landlord is Seamus Shields, but he shares room with Seamus Shields in this um, this tenant block type thing. Everybody else in the block because there's this mysterious poet-type character, thinks he's an IRA gunman. But he's not. But he, Donald Daveron, plays up to this character because that makes him more thrilling, more attractive to the people in there, not least to this young lady who um, he charms. This is not the point. There's another character in the play, Seamus Shields, as I say, um, and he was played by a, an actor... Malcolm Terrace. Malcolm Terrace, I think his name was. Now, he was a, a an actor who was seen in quite a lot of things, but mainly in support roles, both on TV. I think he's been in a few films. But he is a big, and I mean a big bear of a man. He's a giant of a man. But here's the thing. 
on stage. John Hurt seemed to tower above him. His presence in that role made him seem not only dominant in character over Seamus Shields, but physically, physically bigger. Now, I'm, I don't know because I don't know, but I'm willing to guess that Malcolm Terrace was at least six inches taller and 30, 40 pounds heavier. More than John Hurt. Much more. Could have been twice his weight. I mean, because John Hurt was so slight. But John Hurt, as a character on that stage, as a presence on that stage, towered over Malcolm Terrace. Donald Daveron owned that stage. Seamus Shields looked small in comparison. And that's my connection. Very tenuous, I know. And I know that the day after, John Hurt would not have remembered having a drink with a a young 19, 20-year-old chap who was waiting for his date for the evening to turn up. That would have passed from his memory. 40 years later, though, I remember that. And I remember it fondly. I wish I remembered what he'd said and what we'd talked about. I, I don't. But I do remember that performance. It was one of the most amazing performances I've ever seen. So what's why is that relevant? Uh, yes, I do feel sad, but what can we learn from that? I've talked before about who you're being as being massively important. Who you're being. And when I'm talking about that, and it's not my idea, this is something that I've learned from other people, this who you're being is so important. It doesn't matter what it is you've set your sights on. It doesn't matter if you set your sights on being an entrepreneur. It doesn't matter if you've set your sights on being the next, next Elon Musk. It doesn't matter if you're, you've set your sights on being the best manager in the company that you're in. It doesn't matter what you've set your sights on. You've got to be that person. You've got to be that person now before you actually get there. It's not a question of getting to that point and then becoming that person. It's not a question of getting success as, I don't know, a teacher and then becoming a great teacher. You've got to become a great teacher before you get that success. You've got to become a great manager, even if you're the lowliest of the low in your organisation. You've got to become a great manager. You've got to be that great manager before you get success as that great manager. Does that make sense? It's who you are being that is important, not what you are, who you're being. And John Hurt was being the big man on that stage. And we bought it. He was tiny, but he was massive because he was being massive on that stage. Does that make sense? I hope so, because it's too important a message for me to mangle. So we've lost a great, great, great actor in John Hurt. One of the best if you don't believe me, head over to IMDb and, and look through his the films he's been in. Sadly, uh, well, I say sadly. I was going to say sadly because he was in so many films he didn't get to do so much stage work because that's, that's what I love. I love to see live stage plays. But if he had only done stage plays, we wouldn't have the legacy of all the films that we can watch now he's gone. And just pick a film and wallow in his performance. Anyone. 
And can you imagine anybody else pulling off the Elephant Man the way he did? I can't. Anyway, so that's why I wanted to jump on again today. Very sad to have lost John Hurt. I, I, it seems crazy. I, I mean, I had 10, 15 minutes with him at a bar 40 years ago. And I remember it, but not as much as I remember that performance on that stage. So thank you for listening to me wallow in nostalgia. But I, there was a point to it. There was a point to it. I hope you've got that. If you've enjoyed this, please don't forget, head over to iTunes, subscribe. Tell your friends about it too. But head over to iTunes, subscribe, leave me a review and a bunch of stars. Thank you so much indeed for listening and choosing to spend your time with me today. I've been Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com and I'm here to tell you, your time is now.